All right, it is clear and crisp to start out your morning. Temperatures in most towns actually in the upper 50s. We've got 57 in Mason, 54 in Harrison, 59 in through northern Kentucky. So enjoy the clear, crisp air while it lasts because by tomorrow, temperatures go up and eventually the humidity as well. Today, 84 for a high. Tomorrow, 88. By the time we get into Friday, we'll be dealing with some scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Okay. Hey, Hi. it's the WLWT News Fed Today Daily Dose. Getting right to it. We were having some microphone issues. It happens. Uh, mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel. We're all a little hungry this morning, so if this yeah. feels like it's uh, expedited, it's probably because we're also ready to get downstairs and eat our breakfast. But we do have some important topics to talk about this morning. Really interesting video that we saw. Karen Johnson stayed on top of this, asking the Warren County Sheriff's Office for their video of the situation involving the man with the FBI who tried to breach the FBI building in Cincinnati, caused a chase, then a standoff, what, in total six hours of wow. all things unfolding. Mm -hmm. And the video that we got specifically was of the chase down 71, or up 71, and then what unfolded in Clinton County. And it's pretty wild video to see. Yeah, it is. And, and all of it, you see shots being fired, um, shots hitting police cruisers. Thankfully, no law enforcement officers were injured or anyone else in this. Uh, it's wild that that did not happen. But thankfully, thankfully, no one was injured in this. Um, yeah, and then at one point, you're even seeing it seems like from I don't know if it was a helicopter or some from some aviation that they had up. You're able to see the suspect you know, reaching in the car. They thought he had another uh, weapon. So it's just it's a very different perspective, something that we had not seen and gives us more information and, and really looks in on uh, you know how things went, not only from the FBI field office, but all the way to the standoff, as you alluded to. So. Yeah, it just gives better insight on what they were facing. Um, uh, that man was shot and killed uh, by police. They had to send a robot in to check his car. They never indicated whether they did or did not find any kind of devices or additional uh, belongings in his car that could have caused any harm. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a story that certainly garnered national attention and is still very much a big conversation. So um, again, Karen staying on top of that, requesting that video. There's hours and hours of footage. She was only able to kind of condense it down to get uh, what she could, but she's right. continued to go through all of that and we'll bring you uh, the latest there. Uh, also, we had a school threat up at Fairfield Schools. Three students are being charged with this. Yes, um, social media posts happened Monday uh, saying that a school shooting was supposed to happen on Tuesday, so they've been charged with inducing panic and then released their pa uh, parents uh, pending a court hearing. Don't do this, guys. It's yeah. just, I mean, don't even have to say it, obviously, but or I guess I do have to say it. But yeah, it's something that, you know, it's in the back of a lot of parents' minds after what happened in Uvalde and the, all the other school shootings that have been ongoing. So something that's very serious and hopefully, um, you know, authorities will take it like that. One of the parents we spoke with, too, saying there's got to be repercussions. Like there, there has to be punishment. We don't I mean, know specifically yeah. what the punishment will be. Fairfield School's just saying that, like, these students will, in fact, be punished. And well, at the time, they didn't know which school was closed, right? right. You just get a mass text. And, and a lot of times, unsettling. The elementary, middle school and high schools can be connected. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, man, uh, you know, your heart just drops. Yeah, so. Yesterday, they evacuated the junior high and the high school, um, actually sent them to, I'm not sure if it's the right next door uh, elementary school or just another elementary school in the system, but that is why that happened. They were evacuated for about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, so, of course, thankfully, nothing transpired out of this. No action right. were taken, but still not a great way for the school year to start. And whoever reported this, you did the right thing. Mm -hmm. Good job. 
that's that's the way to do this. Yeah, you know, you've got to, unfortunately, whether these things are in jest, which is a, a thing, uh, or not, it's, uh, or you're trying to get a day off of school, that's, that's stupid. But um, it, it's definitely, you know, thanks to the people who reported it and did the right thing and contacted all the right people that uh, nothing escalated right. further. Uh, topic that was just getting a lot of buzz here in our studio. We were talking about student loans. Um, there is an announcement expected today from Washington talking about potentially forgiving 10,000 or I guess eliminating $10,000 worth of student loan debt for folks who make under $125,000 a year. Mm -hmm. um, and we were talking this morning because Megan had really interesting statistics saying that a third of people have under $10,000, uh, less than $10,000 in federal loans. Mm -hmm. And I think half of people have less than $20,000. So you're talking about a ton of people who would be impacted by this on the federal loan side. Again, I'm remembering that it does not apply to private loans. Private loans, yes. I believe it's about 30% of uh, higher, higher education tuition borrowers. Um, so we'll, we'll see what the trickle downs from that are. A lot of people um, on the right side of the political spectrum not necessarily happy with this. So we'll see if their fears do come to fruition. Yeah, I think uh, you know, the conversation centers around giving Americans more buying power mm -hmm. in, in a lot of places. Um, you know, a lot of Americans looking for first time buying experiences, opportunities, things like that, and it's tough to do so when you're under so much debt. So uh, a couple of stories I'm gonna rifle through here uh, real quickly. Drew Plitt gone, unfortunately. He's a hometown guy from Loveland, um, but it sounds like you'll see him again in the NFL. He's got talent. We, we saw that in a preseason game. And uh, hey, that leads us to joint practice with the Rams through the next two days leading up to a preseason game with the Rams. We hope to get the better of them, um, and obviously not only in practice, but uh, on the game field as well. Hopefully Barry, there's no Barry deleted skirmishes. Plitt is gone because Jesse Bates back inside. Yeah, I did bear the lead, sorry. <laughs> How could delivery. I forget? Number 30. Jesse Bates I mean, 30. that was, it lit up social media yeah. right about after we got downstairs yeah. yesterday morning. About like, five minutes after Yeah, got, it was just recording. like, Everyone in the facility. So. He was spotted in the background of an yeah, Instagram so. video. So it should be a good game. We'll it see. should. Yeah, it'll be fun to see Fiona and Fritz meet. Go over to our website, check see out that video. video. Yep. It's very yes. cute. That's all we have time for today. But we'll be back with you on Friday Junior coming up tomorrow. Oh yeah, Friday Junior. I'm excited about have that. Have a good day. <laughs>